hey, New York City, we're doing another live show real soon mm-hmm. uh, at Union Hall in Brooklyn, New York, Tom. Do you know about Brooklyn? I do, Tim. I live in it. I'm yeah. sitting in it right now. It's where the hip, uh, the hip cats live. Yep. All the hip cats. Uh, Friday, December 4th. 2015. That's that's less than a month away, Tim. Yeah, so everybody's got to get their tickets now. Guess what it is, Tom? What? It's our Holiday Spectacular. Oh, that's going to be... So instead of the... the uh, everything else is off in, in New York City, Christmas-wise, right? This is replacing it? Yeah, oh yeah, no, there no no no, uh, no tree this year. Tree. Uh, the Rockettes have all been uh, furloughed, laid off. Oh, that's a shame. And they all have to go home uh, to their husbands who like <laughs> leggy women. What? <laughs> all right. <laughs> Do you think they were they were Rockettes to get away from their husbands? Probably. All right. Probably because they're like they uh, got in these. All right, December fourth. Union Hall, great venue. It's where we did our, our last Brooklyn show. Tickets are only eight bucks. Yeah. TC- they, they're nothing. Yeah. TCGTE.com slash live. It's a Friday night. It's going to be a blast. If if you're the kind of person that doesn't like entering URLs, just Google the Union Hall thing. Yeah. Anyway, it's a great place. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. Oh, oh, feeling a little. Uh, uh, um, I just feel like this show's gotten so predictable, Tom. So you're trying week to spice it week. up by saying the same thing as me at the same time. Well, I was just trying to to prove to you that uh, we all know what you're going to say. <laughs> and we're all well, sick of it. You finally we're figured s- it out, Tim. Yeah, we yeah, it's uh, and and guess what, Tom? Mm-hmm. I think it's time for a change. I mean, that's the name of the show. It's there's yeah, only no, so much. We can, can, can I try something real? Sure, quick? go for it. <clears throat> hey, everybody! Welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tim, and with me, as always, Tom. All you did was say hi, everybody. Hey, everybody! Oh, no, hey, everybody! Well, well, you think that makes you sound folksy? Yeah, I just feel like you saying hello and welcome to like. It's well, like what are uh, we signing on to uh, AOL in yeah. 1996? <laughs> I'm trying to make the show sound regal, Tim. I'm trying to make it live up to. Uh... Oh yeah, to Steve Case's standards. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. How are you this week, Tim? Tom? I'm doing all right. I, like I said, I'm a little bored already. <laughs> well, that's uh, sure a lot of our listeners concur. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're like, oh, maybe something new this week. Oh, nope, still that. that <laughs> well, same old Tom saying, I, "Hello, you've uh, got mail," and it's just. Uh, I don't think they tune in. Uh, well, hopefully the the intro, the the five second intro is a little different. It's always a little different, Tim. Some uh, you know sometimes you you say podcast yeah but that just grates on people I took a sur I've taken a survey Tom I wish you would have shared the results of that survey with me I'm doing it now in a public forum <laughs> I'm broadsiding you with them well besides being bored how are you Tom I'm I'm doing all right mm-hmm. um it's it's autumn is in full swing falls in full swing yeah I know Tim because I went and got a flu shot today. Oh really? Yeah. Was it was it last year or two years ago where I made the case of not getting flu shots? Probably. A lot of <laughs> people in my life. Tim, have... I was I was very misled by Jenny McCarthy. Well, and you... it wasn't the first time. I know because you. I know what I remember the exact date. Mm-hmm. Nineteen ninety four. 
mm-hmm. uh, June 27th, you came in running. You said, I saw a lady in mm-hmm. a magazine. Yeah. Uh, and you she, wouldn't believe what she wasn't wearing. Yeah. And I said, uh, she probably... Her clothes. And then I I was gobsmacked. Yeah, um, and since since that day, June 27th, 1994, <laughs> mm-hmm. anything that woman told you, yeah. you, hook, line, and sinker. I'm like, well, yeah. Hook, line, and stinker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, no, I went, I went and got a flu shot today, Tim. I forgot how... Is she against the flu shot? Uh, I think just I the feel like idea... Jenny McCarthy's getting a bum rap. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, sure. She doesn't care if kids get measles or mumps, but yeah. the flu, that's a bridge too far. I think it's a general questioning vaccines thing. Sure. But, like, you gotta... Look. Because vaccines are weird, Tim. They make the flu vaccine in eggs. That's 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 what I'm thinking. Like, look... Everybody go out and get the flu vaccine because mm-hmm. the flu is, is very deadly and sometimes it's effective. Last right. year, I think it was only like 13% effective. Or Yeah, there the were like some weird strains came out of nowhere. That's fine. Whatever. But uh, it's mostly just so you don't kill old people. I just, I just, yeah. And nobody wants to kill old no. people. Yeah. Um, I mean, even though it's like, you know, a lot of times not a big deal because they're already pretty old. Yeah, but like. <laughs> The older I get, and mm. by, I'm by no means an old person, though. <laughs> right? The more I feel like we should be more concerned with the old people than we are about the young people. And everybody's like, "Oh, hey, young people, don't uh, don't smoke, mm-hmm. or like uh, don't do dangerous things." We like, should don't, be telling old people jump. not to go base jumping. Well, old people, uh, they generally don't. You have, you, like, uh, I'm sure, like, whoever ran in the same crew as the rapping granny, mm-hmm. R.I.P., <laughs> I'm sure there were some extreme sports uh, Elderly aficionados men in there, yeah. And women. Well, to woo the rapping granny, mm-hmm. you have to do something equally young. <laughs> yeah, like base jumping. Right. Uh a lot of old men died trying to woo the rapping granny. I mean, I don't understand why there aren't more uh, elderly in ex- in the extreme sports. I mean, like the extreme sports where like you don't really have to do anything except risk your life. Well, here's the thing. I'll tell you why. What? The elderly are, are fragile. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, like, you know, when somebody dies doing like a like wearing a squirrel suit, a flying squirrel suit, not just a regular squirrel suit, <laughs> when a, when a hunter accidentally kills a man wearing a squirrel suit. Yeah, well, he shouldn't have been in that tree in hunting season. <laughs> um, no, like when somebody dies doing something like that or bungee jumping or, or parachuting or whatever. It's always like, oh, man, that person was so young. They had their whole life ahead of them. And that's true, which is why you would think old people would be like, yeah, well, nah, I lived a full life. You, let me jump out of a plane. If I die. Old people are smart enough to know, like, hey. Well, I didn't get living, to this age by jumping out of planes. Yeah, exactly. Living's pretty cool. Yeah. But at some, at some point, it's got to get boring. And you got to be like, all right, what's something extreme I can do? Give me one of those flying squirrel suits. At some point, for them, extreme is just uh, run of the mill. Yeah, looking at a uh, the 
June 1994 issue of Playboy magazine. Yeah, well, geez. Like, wow, it's extreme. Yeah, it, it remains extreme to this Doesn't day. Doesn't do anything for me, but it remains extreme. <laughs> yeah, no, nothing down there works anymore. Anyway, I could see how some people are like, look, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> and they're saying, once a year, go get this serum injected into you. I, <laughs> like, hey, work for Captain America. Yeah, but that doesn't mean just because there was one good serum <laughs> in a fictional story one time. One that we know of. No, in 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 a in a fictional story. Right. Like I don't know. Do you know any other famous literary <laughs> serums? Uh, no, I mean Bruce Banner got bombarded by uh, gamma rays. Yeah, but that wasn't that was good. That that yeah. was a curse. Yeah, and that didn't happen at a at a Dwayne Reed either. <laughs> That'd be amazing if that was his uh, origin story. Like, uh, is that Dwayne Reed? He was just trying to buy some of those floss. Yeah, he, strips. He, he he wanted to try out the the free blood pressure machine, and all these gamma rays shot out of it, turned him into the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. So, uh, no, but you, I, I just feel like, look, whenever mm. I've made the case to somebody who's like, look, you don't, y- you subscribe to more conspiracy theories than anybody <laughs> I know. Me. No, people oh, say this okay. to me. Uh-huh. I told you how I'm going to become. <laughs> I'm I'm flirting with some trutherism on some on some level. <laughs> that great to hear. <laughs> There's just uh, I look. I'm not saying I'm all the way there because I'm I'm by no means all the way there. Uh-huh. I might be a more benign truther. I what might, does that mean? I just feel like there's there's some things where are those twenty eight pages of the report, Tom. Right, right, right. But you're yeah. not one of those like, oh, there's hollow, there were holograms. No, no, because like, sure, that's potentially possible. I mean, it's not though. But why wouldn't they use that that technology for theme parks? Yeah, exactly. George Bush would much rather use whatever <laughs> technology he has for like a good theme park ride. Yeah. Right, huh. than to than to fake a national tragedy. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I can just see like any time I've gotten in uh, into like people are like, oh, you don't know what they're injecting into you, and yeah. I'm just like, no, they're doctors. But now it's just the people at the drugstore. Yeah. I mean, there's still, you know, it was still like a, a oh, wow, I guess I don't know what she was. <laughs> she I wasn't even she a was a nurse right? or a pharmacist. She's probably a nurse. Are but again, pharmacists? I'm saying she probably was. I don't know. Yeah. She might it's have rude, been one it's of the cashiers. Yeah, it's rude to be like, can I see your credentials? Yeah, can I make sure you're not one of the stock boys before you uh, inject me with that thing? Yeah, I don't know. I just... I was actually a little bit... Because uh, when they when she came in with the needle, uh, the package had already been opened. And I was kind of a little like, hey, why'd you open it before you came in here? Yeah. You're not going to inject me with some kind of truth serum, are you? Well, maybe. Was it an ex-girlfriend of yours, Tom? It was. It was my ex-wife. Oh, my. Yeah. You didn't me- You failed to mention that. Well, earlier. and that, well, I, I thought that was assumed. That's why I was suspicious, right, because so she has a, no medical degree. Yeah, you're you're at a Dwayne Reed mm-hmm. in, in, in New York City, in Manhattan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The city that never sleeps. Your ex-wife walks The city in. that never meeps. Yes, that's what they call it, Tom. Uh, your ex-wife walks in. Uh-huh. She's uh, wielding a syringe. Oh, yeah, a big one. A big one, mm-hmm. out of the package already. Yeah. Um, did she acknowledge that it was 
No, no, no. But the thing was, I, you know, I kind of thought like, oh, that's weird. That's out of the package already. But then at the same time, I'm like, well, I mean, I'm not getting a close up look at that vial that she's, you know, pulling the juice out of to put in me anyway. Juice. So. <laughs> now, that's the technical term? Uh, no, I mean, that was what the sign said above the refrigerator. Oh, she okay. took it out of. Oh, it's uh, vitamin C, basically. Yeah. That's what, yeah, that's, yeah. What it, that's what they're fighting it with. She said it's just as good. That flu needle, I forgot. That's a long needle, huh? I don't, I don't recall. Oh, it's long. And I it's try not thin. to look. It's so thin. I don't mind a big needle. Give me a big wide needle. Tom, huh. let me ask you a question. Uh huh. Scale of one to ten. Yeah. How afraid of you? How afraid <laughs> are you of air bubbles? Oh, going into my brain from a needle or your heart? Yeah. Um, it's up there. I mean, I remember in wood shop always being afraid of that because we had the blower machine to get yeah. all the wood off you. And they were like, don't put it up against your skin. A bubble will go in and then it will kill you. Like uh, that happened to Finney in a separate piece or something. Yeah, I think or that's that why. bone from his, from his broken leg. Yeah, something like they when were like, here, read, read this book. Limb. Yeah. <laughs> Read this book. It'll tell you all about the dangers. Man, high school really made us world weary, huh? <laughs> it did. It just made it. it they taught us all the like uh, uh, really rare ways you can die. The like rare, tragic, instant ways you can you can get killed. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and she didn't. She didn't squirt the juice into the air like they do on TV or tap the the needle. This lady, your ex-wife, she's a lovely woman, yeah. Tom. All she did was say... Handsome woman. All, all, she, all she did was say, like, oh, wow, I don't... Which which muscle should I put it in? Because there's so many, I can't she's even decide. awkwardly yeah. at all your... Yeah. Your Her glass is steamed up. Oh, man. Yeah. She must have been all hot and bothered. Yeah. Luckily, she had windshield wipers <laughs> on the glasses, so... Because she was a doctor. Uh, so, she, you know, that took care of that. But uh, but that's a that's a long thin needle, and I don't like it because they're because I was reading the paper they gave me uh, my receipt, and uh, it was like uh, we're gonna have to put a trigger warning on this on this episode. <laughs> it said something about uh like a uh, way to inject muscle, because I don't mind like you put a you put a a, a, a needle in a vein. Oh, I hate that. That's the worst. Oh, I don't. I don't care uh, about that. Oh God. But I don't uh, like. <laughs> I don't like the particular type of pain that comes from a long, thin needle going like way no, into you. No, your muscles fine. Yeah, but it just it makes my muscles feel so weird. I don't like it, and I also don't like here. I'll show you that they put a branded Band-Aid on me. A Band-Aid. A Band-Aid. It's got, and it's upside down. Well, you can read the Walgreens. Oh, I thought you said it was a Dwayne Reed, Tom. Uh, Walgreens owns Dwayne Reed, Tim. Is that true? Yeah. Open your eyes, sheeple. Hey, before I forget, thanks again to Prudential for sponsoring today's episode. Ever wonder how picking out your clothes in the morning affects how much you save for retirement? You may not realize it, but from the moment we wake up, our brains are making hundreds of little decisions, and all these decisions add up. Get up or hit snooze. Gray shirt or purple shirt. Coffee or tea. Uh, you know, uh, bunny slippers or uh, UGG slippers while you walk to the, the, the shower. Mm -hmm. What do you choose, Tom? 
Uggs. Yeah, I'm an Uggs man all the way. Uh, with every decision we make, our brains become more worn out. We're more likely to give in to impulses, and that's when we procrastinate. You know about procrastinating, Tom? Boy, do I. So next time you're about to put something off, work, the gym, saving for retirement, remember, you're not lazy. Our brains are hardwired to procrastinate. And the sooner you reset your wiring and start saving more for retirement, the better off you'll be down the line. Visit bringyourchallenges.com to learn more about procrastination and other behaviors that get in the way of saving more for retirement. Prudential, bring your challenges. Now, before I put it off any longer, yeah. let's get back to the show. Follow your own advice. All right, Tim, this week we're talking about the moon. My favorite subject. You know it. I know it. The people at home know it. Everybody knows about the moon. You know why? Right up there in the sky. You can't miss it. Except during the daytime. Sometimes during the daytime, you can see a little sliver of it. Now, Tom. where do you think the moon goes during the daytime, Tim? I'll tell you, Tom. Uh, it's... Uh, just above the horizon. You can actually look at it anytime. There's usually uh, trees in the way. <laughs> no matter where you are, there's yeah. usually trees in the way. Yeah. But uh, that's, uh, that's just uh, one of the fun facts about the moon. It never really goes away. You can always see it. The <clears throat> We were going to do this episode a few weeks ago because there, there, there was so much going on with the moon a few weeks ago. Yeah, there was a super moon. Yeah, super blood moon. Blood moon and a lunar eclipse. Mm-hmm. It was like, uh, hey, moon overload over here. Yeah, hey, moon, take a week off. Yeah, hey, moon, uh, take a breather. We we got it. Uh, save some save some attention for the sun once in a while, right? Yeah, I mean, well, the sun's a different thing, Tim. Yeah, I know. But, like, uh, Tom, mm-hmm. that week, did you hear anybody talking about the sun? No. I didn't hear w- word one about the sun. You know what? I'm going to say something. I probably should have looked this up, and maybe this will make me sound really stupid. <laughs> this might ruffle some feathers. <laughs> It's kind of crazy that the moon and the sun are the same size, huh? I mean, they're not the same size. I know that. But in the sky... To your naked eye? To my naked eye. I don't think so. I think you just haven't ever looked at the sun. Oh, I've looked at the sun. Here's the thing. The sun is way further away than the moon. Yeah, but think about an eclipse. Like, what are the odds that uh, the moon completely fits inside the sun? That's true. Yeah. That's a crazy... That's why they call it God's eyeball. That, they don't call it God's eyeball. Uh, a solar eclipse, God's eyeball. Well, because they're they're gonna be like partial eclipses, eclipsy, eclipses, eclipsedices. Uh, but there's never a like. Uh, oh, the moon wasn't big enough to cover up the sun this time. I guess. <laughs> Otherwise, it's probably unremarkable when that happens. Uh, no, because then you'd see, like, a shadow going across, and you'd be like, well, look at that. Yeah, and, and people would be like, ah, oh, it's just a thing that you don't care about. <laughs> it's just the moon being a little bit smaller this time. Tom, mm-hmm. this might be a controversial thing to say. Yeah. I don't care about the moon. You don't care about the moon? Well, what? I guess you don't like cheese, huh? It's not actually made of cheese, Tom. Did you ever believe that when you were a kid? No. I hardcore believed that when I was a kid. Why would you believe that? Because these adults lied to me about it. What adults were talking to you about the moon being made out of cheese? I, when I was a little kid, um, I was at my babysitter's, 
I think I've talked about this baby series before where it was like a family friend and she kind of ran like almost a daycare out of her house. Okay. So like a bunch of kids she had. They I had, had a, I had a similar situation. Yeah. Ironically, across the street from your house, but it was not the, the, the place that you went to. In the crack house? Crack On the corner? House. No. Oh, okay, yeah. There were crackheads living there for a while. No, across <laughs> the street the other way. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, where there's uh, like a pirate ship now. Not not instead of a house. What? <laughs> There's like a big playground there. They they built like a pirate ship playground. Tim, you should go back over there. Yeah. It's different people living there, but my word. Yeah. Okay. I, well, man, I'm in. A bunch of weird neighbors. The the people on the- you lived in a in like a a weird part of town, like a weird like six hundred foot radius. Yeah, it's dark over there. <laughs> um. Uh, but it, you know what it resulted in? What? A real cool driveway for you. I get, all right. Your childhood home, Tom? Yeah. It's a real cool oh, driveway. I've, ne- I've never been told that. Thank you, Tim. What's so cool about it? Do you think it? your mother would appreciate it if I wrote her uh, <laughs> some, like a, a handwritten note uh, complimenting her driveway situation? Well, I mean, she had nothing to do with. She picked out the house for Christmas. Yeah, sakes, yeah, Tom. but the driveway was already there. I'll tell you. Uh, uh, I'll tell the listener. Tom lived on uh, a, in a corner house, mm-hmm. and so there up was, on like a little hill. Yeah, so there was uh, the front door was mm-hmm. where you wouldn't think it would be, and then <laughs> it was in the front of the house. <laughs> there was like a little hill to the side of the house where you uh, drove. A, you almost had like a little parking lot next to your house. It was great. Yeah. You almost had like a little private road. Yeah. It well. Yeah. It's like a shared driveway. Yeah. Because it, it goes great. back a ways. Yeah. Uh, I I'll really t- enjoyed it, Tom. I'll tell you a dirty secret about that driveway that it probably wouldn't want uh, getting out. Okay. Uh, one of my teeth is half fake because of that driveway. Now, what did that driveway do to you, Tom? Uh, I no longer like this driveway. It smashed my teeth out. It smashed one of my teeth out. Smashed half out of, of one of my teeth. No, I had just gotten a scooter and I didn't understand like the physics of how wheels work and turning. Mm. And was just flying down the driveway and was like, "Now I'll make a real sharp turn." <laughs> Instead, I the scooter just stopped and I flew uh, over hard, the handlebars. Hard to blame the driveway on that one, Tom. Well, didn't get out of the way. Tim, and now one of these teeth, half fake. If you know which one, write in the complete guide to everything <laughs> at gmail. It's one of the big ones. One of your. It's one of the front two ones. One of the one bunny of your rabbit ones. Buck teeth. It's one of my buck teeth. Uh, and actually, for a long time growing up, the, the dentist just did like a real shit job uh, filling in the tooth, and it wasn't until that fell out one day. Wait, you were old enough to have your adult teeth and you didn't yeah. know how wheels worked? Yeah. My, my. I mean, I was, I was how, how old are you when you get your adult teeth? Eight, I'd say. Yeah, I, I was going to say I was like seven or eight. Okay. You seem like uh, an early bloomer. Yeah. You had a goatee in, in <laughs> high school. That's true. That's something yeah, I had that, a goatee uh, when I was seven. not everybody can say. Uh, not seven, 17. So yeah, adult teeth when I was seven. Hell yeah, the governor bought us all beer. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> if uh, when I when I was seven, I could have bought us all like tickets to a PG movie. Like, oh, look, look at these adult teeth. <laughs> you think I'm uh, too young to see this movie unaccompanied? Yeah, we're going to go see the Sandlot. <laughs> God damn it. And our parents aren't going to be here. 
Um, First R-rated movie you saw without a parent guardian. How old were oh. you? Oh, uh, I mean, probably like fifteen or sixteen. Yeah, it was about 14, the same. Maybe? I, don't know. I saw the movie Strange Days. Yeah, I remember that movie. I did I see that in the theater by Catherine so. Bigelow, uh, the famous wife of of Deuce Bigelow. So. What were we talking about? Why were we talking about uh, the moon? We were talking about the yeah, moon. Yeah, but why was I talking about uh, my teeth? Because your driveway. <laughs> why were we talking about my driveway? Because uh, you, uh, somebody at your babysitter's house told you that oh, the moon was made of yeah. cheese. Yeah. So, Tom, keep up. When I was like, I mean, I was probably like four, I had never had or seen Swiss cheese before. What? Yeah. And this guy comes in, or you know what? Here's what happened. Oh, you know what? You you've I, seen Swiss cheese. You've I've seen never the holes, seen it solid. Know, yeah, yeah. Because I had had mind it. Blowing. That's something that 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 uh, messes with. Like you learn a lot about like spatial reasoning when this happens. With Swiss cheese. With Swiss cheese. Oh, you go, because like, the slices when it's and sliced, yeah. It's like it takes you a minute to to understand to figure that, it out. Like, yeah. Uh no, I That's think it was probably when I have a kid, Tom. Mm-hmm. You're gonna take him to the butcher store first thing. First thing, day one, <laughs> I'm gonna be like, "All right, enough of this." And be like, "Give me meatballs." You came yeah, back. I'm gonna pull him out of the incubator. <laughs> and be like, <laughs> he's gonna be born premature, probably. Uh-huh. Uh, because you know, me and my my wife at the time, I'm sure, mm-hmm. heavy smokers. <laughs> Kid's uh, gonna be three months old. You'll take him to the to the to the butcher shop. Show him how the Swiss three months old. Uh, three months since con- conception. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, and then uh, that way he or she mm-hmm. will be able to see oh, exactly how, how, how the Swiss thinking of you how too. the Swiss cheese is cut. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I had only had Swiss cheese in like a grilled cheese sandwich, and I I hadn't seen that it had holes. Kind of sicko gives a, yeah. a, a <laughs> four year old a Swiss cheese grilled cheese sandwich. Hey, they're good. I mean, it's a fun thing to eat. Yeah, it's a little more refined taste. You you just use the craft singles. Well, I also remember. Well, yeah, I mean that had happened too. I I think I only had it once because I distinctly remember choking on a grilled Swiss cheese because it's so stringy. Yeah. And I didn't understand. I was like, well, here's a mouthful of food. Now I'll, I'll swallow it. Not realizing, like, no, that's still attached yeah, to the sandwich. Um, but anyway. To be fair, I saw that happen to you last week. <laughs> yeah, well, some some people never learn. Uh, so I had never really seen Swiss cheese. And uh, uh, Wait, so somebody came to your your your. It babysitters was, it was the babysitter's with a block of uh, no. Swiss it cheese? was it was the babysitter's husband, and he had a um uh like a not a, you know he had it sliced. He had it in a deli bag. Okay. And uh, I think he was like, uh, you know, kids are like dogs. They like cheese. So, like, let's give the kids some cheese. When I worked in a butcher shop, that's what we'd always do. Or we'd, bologna. Yeah. If they were a really good kid, right? No, you'd ask. And you. Hey, is that a bologna kid or a cheese kid? Because when I was a kid... <laughs> Smells uh, like a bologna kid. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, I wasn't allowed. I was discouraged from saying uh, <laughs> things yeah, like that. Don't. It, now, look, if the kid looks especially greasy and you're sure he's a bologna kid, you still can't say it. No, well, they didn't like say, me saying that it smells like because they didn't like me smelling the children. <laughs> right. In any case, no matter, even though I was, I, my argument was... That it kept you young. Yeah, 
It uh, you breathe in their uh, their musk, yeah. a child's their musk essence. Yeah, you'll never get wrinkles. Tom, do you see any wrinkles on this face? No, it must be breathing in all those baloney kids. Yep. So, uh, yeah, the 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 dad he uh, he was like, "Hey, gather around, kids. We're gonna have a slice of cheese." And we we're all like, "What? This isn't cheese." Well, also, I thought that the holes from Swiss cheese came from mice. The what? Oh, yeah. You know, cartoons would probably lead you to believe. Yeah. That. Um, although I was always confused too about that uh, that one cartoon where the mouse ate the rum cheese and got drunk. I never saw that one. Uh, that one. It was a Warner Brothers one. It was on all the time. Uh, and I was just always like, "Why does that cheese make that mouse weird?" And hiccup. But anyway, so he gather around, gives us cheese, and I'm like, I've never seen this before. And he's like, Oh, it's uh it's uh from the moon. It's moon cheese. I just came back from the moon. I was like, What? Wait, this guy is an astronaut too? I mean, what did you know he was? In my mind, I thought he was a plumber, but I don't think that had anything to do with what he did for a living. I think he was just like a guy who worked in an office or something. All right. He had a mustache, so I thought he was a plumber. Uh, well, the Mario Brothers <laughs> taught you yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, then, uh, then I thought he could go to the moon. He gave some elaborate backstory, too, about like, oh, the car turns into a plane. It Here's the, the moon. thing. Don't tell kids these things. They believe them. And the other thing is, who has the energy <laughs> to lie to kids so much? Yeah. I often get in trouble when I'm talking to kids, mm-hmm. uh, just in general. Uh, no, Are like you telling uh, them about conspiracy theories. No, no, just kids, uh, like in my family and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I just try to talk to them like adults because I respect everybody. Lie cursing. Sometimes some cursing. Mm-hmm. Um, one time, uh, my my cousin was going off to college, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't say I'm very close with her at all. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went to her high school graduation party. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not gonna see you before I go before you go to college. Uh, and I think I was like, uh, just like don't fuck up too bad, mm-hmm. and like don't be an idiot. Yeah. And like she got she turned all red. <laughs> <laughs> but she was presumably like 18. Yeah, I think she, this was the first time anybody uh, said the f word to her. Wow. Well, she was probably in a rude for in for a rude awakening once she got to college. Yeah, because college is all f this and f that. Yeah, f this, f that. Hey, teach f. Yeah, go f. Uh, uh, go screw. Sometimes they say to the teach. Yeah, unbelievable these kids. So the moon's not made out of cheese. I don't know where that came from. All right, so we've been talking about the moon for probably about fifteen minutes at this mm-hmm. point. Uh, we've established that it's not made out of cheese. Right. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to the moon? I, speaking for myself, I have not. Tom, I hate to say it. I have not been to the moon either. Um, I do like this show to have a diversity of viewpoints. <laughs> we should have had one of the, like, 17 people who have walked on the moon here. 17? Uh, Has any other country ever walked on the no. moon? No. Yeah, take that, cosmonauts. They're trying to, though. China's gearing up to go to the moon. Yeah, in uh, in 13 years. Yeah, but I mean, that's... All right. I don't want to get into the moon conspiracy theories because I don't believe them. But no, let's, let's get into them. 
But I do think it's crazy that they always talk about like, oh, yeah, your, uh, your microwave, uh, the computer's, you know, 10 times more powerful than all the computers that sent us to the moon. Then how come we can't go back there easily? We should be able to go back there in 15 minutes. There should be an app for that. I see, like the marketing for uh for for the Apple's iPhone, apps. yeah, yeah, for Apple's famous iPhone. Uh, was it just that? Well, we realized in hindsight that was super dangerous of us to have done. I mean, how dangerous could it have been if it worked? Yeah, I mean, even Apollo thirteen, they got back, they yeah. didn't die. Yeah, Tom Cruise is still making movies now. He's still he's Tom he's Cruise, in. Tom Hanks. Now, which one is <laughs> uh, the dim-witted fella from? Uh, that's Tom. That's Tom from Hanks. history, from throughout history. That's Tom Hanks. Um, Forrest Grump. <laughs> um, they went up in that vomit comet to to do the uh, the outer space scenes. Yeah, they did. That seemed like all right. So they when they were filming Apollo thirteen with Tom Hanks. Hanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would go up in an airplane. Yeah, and then. Uh, to simulate when they were in space, yeah, uh, the the plane would just go into a a, a nosedive, yeah, a virtual nosedive, like for an like eighty five degree dive for like thirty seconds. That's right? all it could do before it would smash into the ground. Yeah. So how did they? Uh, what did they put like mats on the ground for when the plane crashed into it? A trampolines, probably a trampoline. <laughs> just go right back. Well, up no, and I I think the, I think the reason why. It could only do it for like 30 seconds was because they were like, well, and then at the end of that 30 seconds, we don't want to just pull the throttle back all the way and and just zoom back up. Like, well, a gradual will gradually. Oh, come out so it. it's not it did, they didn't crash it into the ground every time. No, no, no. That makes I don't sense. think so. Who directed that movie? Ronald Howard. Ronald Howard. Um, TV's Opie mm-hmm. of Opie and Anthony. <laughs> hmm. Uh, they, uh, they, so they had to t- do shots like 30 seconds at a time. Yeah. You watch that movie, they're floating around forever. Yeah. They must have had to go in that thing so many times. Uh, yeah, they did spend a lot of time there. I think they also, I think that's one of those things that they oversold that like they use that for a few shots, but then there were shots where it was just like, yeah, Wires. we just had Tom Hanks hang upside down and then we put the camera upside down. No, that would just look right side up, Tom. Well, no, but then, like, his hair was up, so it looked like, oh, his hair is floating around. Tom Hanks always had, like, that weird crew cut thing, right? Yeah. Well, and the astronauts did, too. Yeah. That's the thing, Tim. You got to be careful with hair and everything else out in space. Why is that? Because it could get... It can get everywhere. Yeah. You got to keep it in check. There's a, uh, let me see what, which. Uh, you can't have floppy hair in space. I think you could have big hair. I think Carrot Top mm-hmm. wouldn't have a problem there because his hair seems pretty rigid. Mm. But maybe it wouldn't be in zero. I think G's. like Edgar Winter. Yeah. Oh, oh God, God. That'd be a yeah. nightmare. Wouldn't be able there. to land the damn thing. Yeah. It'd get caught in all the, all the, the, the knobs and yeah. the buttons. The pilot would be like, Poof. Yeah, Edgar. Edgar, come on, man. Can you put that in a ponytail? And he puts it in a ponytail, but then that kind of weaponizes it. <laughs> and then it's flout, whap, whap. Yeah. It's whapping all the things. Yeah. Stop stop getting Edgar Winter's attention, because then he turns his head and whaps me with that ponytail. Yeah. 
basically what you have to do, if you're bringing Edgar Winter to space, <laughs> you have him put it in a ponytail, because what else are you going to do? Yeah. You try to tuck it into the collar, mm-hmm. but you know these spacesuits. They're, yeah. not, they're not made for that. Um, what you want to do is you want to put earplugs in them, or, uh, th- but not headphones. They tried putting headphones on them. On Edgar Winters? Yeah. And then what he would do, he'd listen to that headbanging music, yeah. and that's even worse. Well, and he also had to be careful that somebody didn't sneak up on him, like the Terminator. Exactly. It's it's, uh, it's a very com- complex <laughs> situation bringing Ed- Edgar Winter to space. I would say don't do it or make him do what you had to do. You just get the crew cut. Yeah. Yeah. It's a small price to pay. Yeah. It's, uh, not, it's not hard, guys. I know he's a celebrity. I know you don't like to make Edgar Winter cut his hair. It'll grow back. What about his brother Johnny Winter? <laughs> Um. So I have uh, a story here, Tim. Not a story. This isn't a first-person account because I've never been to the moon. Okay. Uh, but during Apollo ten, Tim, probably now what was the one that the first one that made it? Uh, Apollo seven, uh, six, six, seven, or eight. One of those, oh, brother. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a very uh, well-researched Well, guide. you know, it is probably one of those. Odds are. Okay. It was definitely before 13. Yeah. Because 13 was the bad one. Right. And and that... They should have done the... That was partially because it was like, you know, yeah, there's no big deal. There's just like a trip to the corner store going yeah. to the moon. And let's let's not check the spaceship before we go. Yeah, Make Jim sure everything's Lovell screwed in like, tight. I got this. It's fine. Yeah. And the other thing is, don't, uh, don't bother checking all the all the then all the screws are tightened. Why didn't the, if it's loose screws that that <laughs> failed the Apollo thirteen mission? What um, was it? It was the oxygen tank. It was something. It's all yeah. so complex. They went to space for Christ's sake. Yeah. Anyway, what were you gonna say? It wasn't that complex. I think it was basically a tin can with uh, yeah, aluminum foil wrapped around. I it. feel like you can get it there pretty easily. Getting yeah. it back. That's the now that part. that's the rub. So anyway, you had a story. You oh, going to tell a story. Apollo ten, Tim, probably the most heinous example of uh, of you know something something going rogue. Okay, somebody uh, Sarah Palin's it right? You remember Sarah Palin? You betcha. Yeah. So I'm going to read you the transcript, Tim. And what's happening is, and then it just cuts a oh, who did it? And then command said, who did what? And then the guy says, what? And he says, who did it? Laughter. Where did that come from? Give me a napkin quick. There's a turd floating through the air. A turd was floating around the spaceship, Tim. On Apollo 10. On Apollo 10. And nobody owned up to it. Maybe it was an alien. It could have been. That would, I mean, they shouldn't have laughed. Yeah, they should have been scared. First of all, I would never laugh in that situation. I would never laugh in space. Everything would be dire. <laughs> I would never laugh in space. Everything would be too goddamn serious for me. Yeah. Well, and I would, I mean, that would be humiliating, too. If, like, if everybody was laughing about a turd floating around, and then it flew into the control panel, and the control panel went like, pss, pss, yeah, and then all of a sudden a door opens and an alien comes on. <laughs> well, it's no, like, I mean that oh, wasn't. <laughs> we w- we normally don't open the door for aliens. Yeah, now we normally don't uh, open the door for anything. Yeah, now somebody's poop did it, or at least not not without looking through the the peephole first. Yeah. 
Did you know that uh, if somebody's currently uh, like a 15-year-old right now, their entire... Somebody born in the year 2000. Yeah. Uh, there's been at least one human being in space the entire time they've been alive. Yeah, I assumed that was true for me, who was born in 1982. So like, that doesn't... <laughs> Yeah, but but in in the time between we were born, like uh, they they stopped going to space pretty much. Yeah, because it was really just the International Space Station. That's when yeah, it was like, I let's fi- stay I up there here. There was somebody up there at all <laughs> doing what? I don't know. Watching over humanity. Yeah, I don't know what they do. What kind of experiments do they do up there? Uh, well, they just ate a salad that they made up there. I mean, they they grew the salad too. They grew the ingredients of the salad. Yeah, I ate a salad here today too. It was great. Yeah, well, you don't have to worry about turds floating around. Hey, Tom. Mm-hmm. Do you love books? I sure do, Tim. But find that you never have the time to read them. It, it can be tricky to squeeze time in. Yeah. Well, Audible.com has the perfect solution. Get audiobooks and listen to those books you've been meaning to read while on the go, Mm -hmm. at the gym, during your commute. Audible.com provides over 180,000 audio programs from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. That's a lot of things it provides. Yeah, I feel like some of those are new, that they didn't always do that. Yeah, well, they're ever expanding. Uh, Their app is free, Mm -hmm. and it works on iPhones, iPad, Android, and Windows Phone. You can also download and listen on your Kindle Fire and over 500 MP3 players. And unlike a streaming or rental service, with Audible, you own your books, so you can access your books anytime and anywhere right from your smartphone. Audible.com also has the great listen guarantee, Tom. And what's that about? I'll tell you. If you decide you don't like the book you chose, Mm -hmm. no worries. You can exchange any book you aren't happy with for another title anytime, no questions asked. A bookstore won't do that. They'll be like, you read this already. Yeah. Oh, we don't believe you. I think you Uh. read this. Um, Tom? Yeah. uh, I will maintain. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite books ever, Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three by Stephen King. Coming to Hulu soon. Yeah. Um, it's a long GD book. Very big book, yeah. Um, and uh, what I said is I'm going to listen to this on my commute. I'm not going to read this. I'm not going to lug around this whole book. I don't yeah. have time to read this whole yeah. book. I listen to it on my commute. I still say like, oh, uh, it's one of the best books I ever read. No shame in that because I know everything that happened in it. Somebody read it to me. Yeah. Um. I bought my dad mm-hmm. that book, the the the, yeah, the big the actual bad book, book uh-huh. for Father's Day. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Hey, how'd you like that book?" He's like, "I loved it." I'll be honest with you, though. I went on Audible, and I ah. bought it. And I listened to it. I thought you were gonna say he threw his back out carrying it around. Yeah. Anyway, uh, just for our listeners, Audible dot com is offering a free audiobook of your choice and a free thirty day trial membership. Go to audiblepodcast.com slash everything today to start your free trial today. Uh, again, show your support for the complete guide to everything and get a free audiobook and 30-day trial at audiblepodcast.com slash everything. Now, let me ask you a question, Tim. Does this uh, offer apply to the book that I wrote and read on Audible? 
called Meta by Tom Reynolds. Uh, I don't know. I'll look at a metal. No, not metal. Meta. It doesn't seem to have metal by Tom Reynolds. All right. Okay. Seriously, get Tom's book there. Do do a, do whatever uh, do whatever you want. You do uh, if you do that. Uh, use that URL. You mm-hmm. support the show, um, and we would Even appreciate though it's it. Free. Yeah, audiblepodcast.com/slash/everything. Do it today. You're listening to Moon Talk here on the Complete Guide to Everything, everything moon related. Uh, Tom, you got any moon facts you can hit me up with? Tim, I got a few moon facts that I vaguely remember off the top of my head, but I wrote them down, so now they're true. All right. Uh, Did you know that moon dust is like the most valuable thing? Yeah, because it's so rare. Yeah. And there were these people that stole a bunch of moon rocks and had sex on them. That sounds made up. But it's true. It happened. Where did this happen? Cape Canaveral? I think it might have been. It was. It must like, have been. That's it, or in the vicinity of. Yeah. Right? It was like one of those. Remember when that one astronaut wore a diaper and drove across the country? Yeah, to it shoot was, another astronaut or something. Yeah, it was like kind of one of those situations of like you know astronauts gone wild, but this wasn't an astronaut. I don't think it was even somebody who worked for NASA. It was just somebody who had access to like the vault where they kept moon rocks. How many moon rocks do they have? I think a lot because they were for like scientific reasons. And they could take as much shit, literal human shit, that they left on the moon, they could take that weight in moon rocks back. Ah. And like uh, it was like a uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark situation. And Raiders of the Lost Ark are like uh, need a penny, take a penny, have yeah. a penny, leave a penny. Uh-huh. Is, you know, have some shit. Have you ever left a penny in the leave a penny take? <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to ask me if I've ever left a bag of human shit on the moon. I have not, but the you, astronauts have. Yeah, no, you told me that you never even went to the moon, Tom. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't mean I can have uh, left a bag of shit. Wait, I can, uh, uh, ba- and please, watch your language on the show. Uh, Tim, it's science. Wouldn't a bag of feces just float away? No, because it's not. Because the moon has some gravity. Is this one of your conspiracy theories? If we land on the moon, how come that shit didn't float back to Earth? Not back to Earth, but maybe into the sun. <laughs> no, because the moon has some gravity. It has enough gravity to keep shit, uh, you know, on the it's ground. It's so light, though. Maybe yours is, Tim, not mine. All right. <laughs> I just wish you would stop saying the SH word so much on the uh, show. No, I mean, because it was in a, a bag, but there's here. there's no... You're trying to run a clean shit here? No, ship, Tom. Uh, there's no... There's no atmosphere on the moon, Tim. There's no wind to, like, pick up a bag of poop and, you know, fly into the sun. It's not how science works, you idiot. Sorry. Tell me more. Oh, but then... <laughs> For an they, episode about the moon, you really have a lot of poop... Related facts. Hey, uh, just the facts, ma'am. Okay. Uh, yeah. So then, like, an intern or something stole all the rocks and was like, "I'm gonna put them on bed on my bed and then have sex with my with my significant other." And then on the moon rocks. Did they say? Did they say? uh, Then our sex life will be out of this world. Probably during it. Yeah. You know, I don't think I don't think it was documented, but. 
It doesn't need to be. But then, like, like the there's F- one of those things the where the FBI it, caught him or something. Yeah, because they're watching all of us in our bedrooms <laughs> and making sure we don't got moon rocks in there. Yeah, that well, that's that's their premise. I look. I think this might have been a false flag. <laughs> I think they staged. They say they're looking for moon rocks. Yeah, they staged this moon rock, this alleged moon rock uh, mm-hmm. copulation situation. Yeah, and then uh, then they use that to justify uh, spying on all of us in our bedrooms. And then uh, we'll be like, hey, why are you spying on us if, if, if we catch them? And they'll be like, oh, we just wanted to make sure you weren't fornicating on uh, on moon rocks. On moon rocks. That Surely are... you understand that uh, you shouldn't be able to do this on moon rocks. And I agree. They're the property of the United States government. Yeah. I would never I would never do anything uh, of any kind of romantic-related yeah. situation. You might get some weird moon STD that nobody even knows about yet. Yeah. Who knows what goes on on the moon? Mm, gotta be careful. Uh, there's mirrors on the moon. Mirrors. 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 <laughs> mirrors. Uh, Did they, you say roof or roof? Roof. Rough. There's mirrors on the moon, so if you're having sex on moon rocks, you can look up and see yourself. Wait, what? No, it's not for that, Tim. It's for shooting lasers at. Who put them there? I a- guess we the did. astronauts. <laughs> Him. Jesus, do you think everything is a conspiracy? Who put them there? I think <laughs> maybe most things are probably a conspiracy. All right, so there's... there's Technically, anything... Like, the moon... Mm-hmm. If we're talking technical definition here... Yeah. The, the effort to go to the moon was a conspiracy because a number of people conspired to go to the moon. Sure. So you can't sue me on those grounds. Well, I'm not suing you. Well, every week you you, you <laughs> send me a letter. Well, that's just from, to keep you in check. from your lawyer. Yeah, cease and desist. Yeah. Uh, do you know about this conspiracy theory that the moon is a hologram? No. There See, is a whole theory, Tim, that the moon doesn't even exist. See, you know very well uh-huh. that I draw the line at holograms <laughs> in my conspiracy theories. Well, there are these videos where the moon does some weird things if you look at it too long. Yeah, but it's the same way if you say a word over and over. It starts to no. not sound like if a you word. look at the moon real shoes, 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 shoes. Oh, all shoes, right, we get it. Shoes. Shoes. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. But sometimes if you look at the moon real close, Tim, there's like a little scan line that goes down it. That's... Uh, that's... Hey, I'm just telling you the facts again. That's just the stuff we're shooting at the mirrors, probably. No, that's just lasers. You see a laser. Uh, um, Let me ask you this, Tom. Mm-hmm. What exactly is going on with the moon and the tides? Tim, the moon used to be part of the Earth. And then it broke off because an asteroid hit us so hard that the moon popped out. Um, and then for so like... the moon is kind of our child? Yeah. Why doesn't it have uh, flora and fauna on it? <laughs> you were going to say, why doesn't it have a floor? Because uh, I think the when that happened, the Earth... Where's all the people? Where's the dinosaurs? Uh, the Earth was still bigger, so its gravitational pull pulled the atmosphere in and the moon was just like, oh, all right, well, I guess forget it. I've never For listened a while, to Star Talk with uh, <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh-huh. But but it's probably a lot like this. Is it a lot like this except like the question is posed and then somebody who knows the answer answers? I mean, somebody who thinks they know the answer. Uh, for like a while, millions and millions, maybe even billions of years ago, 
Uh, yeah, billions. The moon was so close to the earth, Tim, that it would like shave off mountaintops. You could go to the top of Mount Everest and be like, see you later. I'm jumping to the moon once it gets here. And you'd be like, there's a moon. Jump up real high. Maybe put on some moon shoes just to be... Nickelodeon moon shoes. Just to be real careful. And then you go like, whoa, and flip upside down, be on the moon. See you later, suckers. And keep going as the moon went by. Yeah, but you'd need a spacesuit for that. You'd need no, because, shoes and no, moon because the moon would be so close to the earth, it'd be fine. You could still breathe the air. It'd be a real quick way to get places. Hitch a ride on the moon. Yeah. Hitch a ride on old Mac tonight. <laughs> yep. Um, he was the moon. He was the moon. That was my last moon fact, Tim. Those but are all the facts about the moon. Mac tonight was the moon? No, no, no. About the earth uh, birth, birthing the moon. No. Oh. Well, I don't believe it. And that's where the phrase mooning comes from. You learn something new about showing your butt to strangers every day. Well, at least every episode of this show. Hey, Tom, should we solve a problem? Let's do it. Hello and welcome to The Complete Guide to Everything presents Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems, sponsored by Budweiser Lime. It's not true. But oh, I'm sorry, Bud Light Lime. It's not, not true. The not patented s- taste of Lyman. It's not sponsored by anything. This is why we don't make any money with this goddamn thing, says the guy who <laughs> recorded three commercials <laughs> yeah. this episode. Sorry about that, guys. Um, Tom? Mm-hmm. It's Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems. I'm Tim. You're Tom. We're going to solve a problem. This first one comes from a fella. Um, What's this fella's problem? Well, his name is Kevin. All right. Uh, he says, hey, guys, I've been a f- fan of the podcast for three years. And I have a problem for you to solve. My name is Kevin, 24, mm-hmm. male, and you can use my name. Great. Recently, my grandfather, by marriage, my grandmother remarried, not that it matters, because he was a kind and generous man who had taken me in several times in times of need, and in every sense of the word, I considered him to be my grandfather, died. Mm-hmm. And so I moved in with my grandma to help her out. Mm-hmm. She is selling the house the two of them were in because it's in the foothills of the Rocky Mountains and it's too much for a 60-plus-year-old woman to take care of by herself. Yeah, it's out on the range. Yeah, she's got to, like, burn uh, wood. (laughs) (laughs) All right, just keep reading the letter. Well, that's what happens in the mountains. You have to burn wood, otherwise you freeze. Uh She has dropped hints that she would like me to room with her whenever slash wherever she moves to so I can continue to help her financially and emotionally for a while while she settles in and I work on paying down some of my student debt. Mm-hmm. Um, this sounds great. This is like a premise of a wacky sitcom. Uh, a man and his grandma yeah. in the Rocky Mountains. Uh, this alone is not really a problem. My grandmother is extremely laid back and cool by a standard based off a certain law that recently passed in Colorado oh. regarding oh, a certain see. unnamed federally controlled substance. Oh, wink, wink. 
pot, Tom. Marijuana. Pot marijuana. However, I have a girlfriend to consider. She lives in a town about 40 minutes away from where my grandma is, and we've been dating for almost two years now. Wait, how far away? 40 minutes? 40 minutes. Okay. She is living on campus at the university in her town due to student grants and another two years of school to finish her master's degree. Mm -hmm. And has another two years. So Right. Uh, she knows her degree will eventually bring her to the East Coast, specifically NYC. That's New York City, Tom. She's going to work for the Yankees. And I plan on following her there because I love and support her, but also oh, I because... Thought, uh, the show. Because I've always had a strong pull to the big city. Well, yeah, I wonder why. Tom, do you feel like people... Move to New York to be closer to the show? No, <laughs> I don't think that happens. Okay, what was your question then? People uh, from like the the Midwest. He's not in the Midwest. The, the wilderness. The Rocky Mountains. Yeah. The wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> like people who don't grow up uh -huh. in, like in and around a major city yeah. are made from uh, better stock than people like us. Like this guy is uh, like what he said about his his his, his grandfather or mm -hmm. uh, who wasn't his grandfather but yeah. uh, took him in and a mm -hmm. uh, kind and generous man. And then mm -hmm. he's saying uh, he loves and supports his girlfriend and will go anywhere for her. Yeah. Like these are things that I'd be like, Reluctant to say because it wouldn't make me sound cool, yeah. but it makes this guy Kevin sound like a like a just a good man. Well, how could he not be a good man? He's living out uh, my side of the mountain with his grandma. It's true. So my problem is this. He writes, "Uh huh." Should I help my grandma by getting a place with her for the next two years, mm -hmm. with the knowledge that I will eventually leave her to follow the love of my life to New York? See what I mean? No. He's not afraid to just come out and say it. Yeah. He loves and appreciates who he loves and appreciates, and, like, he's not going to couch it in some, like, ooh, I'm too cool for... Yeah, the city's going to eat him alive. Or should I f just find a place of my own when the house sells so that I have as few attachments to Colorado as possible when I eventually Yeah, go live in a hollowed-out tree. Get and a move 1,000-plus miles away. I be believe me, it's 2,000-plus. I am stuck because my grandmother and I are probably the closest in personality mm -hmm. and attitude of anyone in my local family, but I also have to consider my girlfriend's ambitions, and I want to support her and go wherever she goes. FYI, my girlfriend and I have discussed uh, these arrangements and are only waiting until she's out of school so that I am not legally bound to her student loans. Oh, discuss marriage. <laughs> right, yeah. Okay, yeah. But he, he doesn't wanna he's like, uh, she might be a deadbeat and I don't wanna I don't want anything yeah, exactly. to do with that. Also, my career is flexible since I dropped out of college and am currently working on creative endeavors, another draw to the city, while working mm. on logistics to pay the bills. There's no more creative people. Working in, in the logistics. City. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> don't start a podcast. Please help Tim and Tom. I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place. Hopefully your facetious insight, insight will help me make a decision. Thanks, and hopefully we'll share a hometown in a couple of years. Kevin. Kev. Kevbo. Kevin Sorbo. <laughs> I wish. <coughs> this comes from famous conservative Kevin Sorbo. Uh, from TV's Hercules. Hercules. Um, 
Strap grandma to the roof of the car. Take her out to New York. Grandma got run over. No, by that's a not. Reindeer. No, I'm not saying run her over with a reindeer. I'm saying put her on the roof of the car. Why don't you just put her in the back it's seat of the car? It's a small car. It's a smart car. I wouldn't drive a smart car all the way from Colorado to New York no, City. No, I thought about getting a smart car recently. Don't do that. No, that would be a dumb move. Yeah, exactly. It'd be like well, the, the smart car, dumb man inside. Uh, because also you're too. I don't like to encourage saying that you're a tall guy, but mm-hmm. you're too tall for it. No, they have a surprisingly good uh, legroom. I've have, driven. I've driven a smart yeah, car yeah. a lot. You know what? You know what? You have car to go. You don't need your own. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Uh, I was like, well, if I got a car, it would be to like get out of the city. Yeah. And then I would be terrified driving this thing anywhere. Maybe we should go in on a car, me and you. My, uh, what kind of car? Uh, an old beater? No, like a 57 Chevy. Oh, I was going to say like a, like a Lambo. Oh. <laughs> Me and you well, shared you know, a Lamborghini. Could, that would be <laughs> probably the coolest of all situations. Yeah. I mean, because neither of us could, well, together we couldn't afford a Lamborghini, I'm sure, but, you know, we certainly couldn't alone. But, but we get my girlfriend in on this time. Oh, yeah. Get her rolling up the quarters. She's not going to want to ride it. She'll be like, oh, just take me for a ride once in a while, Tim. Yeah. And I'll, I'll wear my you. mink and we'll go to. Uh, <laughs> You'll wear the mink or she'll wear the mink? She'll wear the mink. Oh, okay. She'll wear my one of my many minks. <laughs> right. Oh, you'll let her. Oh, that's a change in attitude. Yeah. I was listening to a rap song today from 2003, <laughs> uh-huh. and the guy uh, was the rapper. He was talking about minks? Yeah, he was bragging <laughs> that all the animal activists hate him because of his mink collection. Because <laughs> <laughs> my mink collection's silly. Uh, Who's I, in his crew? Liza Minnelli? I also... Uh, that would have rhymed with silly. He missed an opportunity. Yeah. Well, Manelli and Silly don't really. He could have. Yeah. You know, people would have forgiven it because it's it makes sense. I feel like we're we're getting away from Kevin's problem here. Mm-hmm. He's got this lovely grandmother who yeah. uh, uh, needs his support. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it doesn't strike me that she needs his support? She'd like it. And here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Your girlfriend's forty minutes away. Yeah. Th- I mean. This is the real solution. Mm-hmm. Uh, treasure the people that you love, especially the ones that like you can stand. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, a lot of yeah. people. Oh like, yeah, have you family, love people, but like, you can't stand them. Ex- extended family members. So it's like I should spend time with them, but like yeah. it's really kind of like not the not the most yeah, fun yeah, for yeah, me to yeah. do. And it's like you should do that anyway, because like later on you might realize like. Uh, it wasn't yeah, the most fun, it, but yeah. I, it was. It was. Uh, I got something out of it. Yeah. But if if you're having a good time with with, with Grand Mappy over there, mm-hmm. like uh, spend some time with her. Like uh, look, all of our time on this 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 uh, mortal coil mm-hmm. uh, is is limited. We never know when the moon might fly over and suck us up. Yeah. Uh, anybody, any one of us could be sucked up by the moon, especially in the Rocky Mountains. The Rocky Tim, Mountains, they're up so yeah. high. Oh, brother. Yeah. They're at the foothills, though. Well, be careful. Careful what you wish for. <laughs> anyway, uh, it, it, it seems like a no-brainer. If you're going to move to the East Coast yeah. and your girlfriend's not far away, mm-hmm. um, and she's working, she's busy. She's busy on her master's degree. Yeah. 
just pop in on your girlfriend enough that she doesn't leave you for another man mm-hmm. and spend some time with your grandmother. Like a, She's cool. A professor. Yeah, exactly. The the what's his name? Uh Donald Sutherland situation from Animal House. Yeah. It's, it's suede elbow patches. Leather elbow patches. Or the suede time jacket. he came back, uh came out in just the shirt and he yeah, reached for a plate mm. and you saw his butt. Yeah. Keep an eye on, out for that. Yeah, just keep an eye on Donald Sutherland, but also hang out with that your goes to everybody. Yeah, but I think it's a no brainer. Uh, uh, I mean, even if it's not a situation where uh, you're gonna room with your grandmother, mm-hmm. uh, stay close to her and yeah. and hang with her a lot, and like set her up for your inevitable. Move to the big time, the Big Apple, the city that never sleeps, the Windy City, New York City. Not, no, some of those weren't right. Uh, well, in two years, too, the whole city might be underwater, so keep that in mind. Yeah, that's true. If you have a problem you'd like us to solve, you can email us at everything at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash guide. You can follow us on Twitter at Complete Guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at your pal Tim. Hey, Tom. Yes. People want to support the show. Yes. A lot of people do support the show. Mm-hmm. The best way to support the show, I'd say, mm-hmm. is through Patreon. Yes. And if you don't know about Patreon, it's tcgte.com slash pledge. And you get a bunch of perks mm-hmm. for monies. Um, every, every month we do things. Every week. Every week we do things. Every Sunday you get a free mini podcast. Amazing, mm-hmm. pat, amazing facts. Amazing facts. Amazing facts. Uh, you and I go head to head. Um, and then there are other things. Monthly we do a Google Hangout. Mm-hmm. Um. And we uh, do a live stream. Exactly. Uh, you can watch us record a show. Imagine it. Yeah. You don't have to. You can watch it. So, uh, for people who have, uh, for Patreon supporters, mm-hmm. uh, the, the Google Hangout yeah. is uh, going to be November 21st. Yes, we're putting it out there now. So yeah. Put shuffle it in your, your schedule. It's going to be at noon. High 12 noon. p.m. That's New York City time. I don't know what time that is just, near you. Yeah, just ask Google what time is it in New York, and then you can figure out. Yeah, but that's that's uh, November twenty first. That's a yeah. Saturday because we noon. do daylight savings time different. That's yeah. what screws everything yeah, exactly. up. I think now we're on the same. I think now we're five hours right. behind. Uh, but I don't want to say anything. Uh, and then uh, we're gonna do our live stream episode mm-hmm. on Monday. Yeah. Nope. Yes. Tuesday. Okay. Nope. Monday. <laughs> Monday. Uh, the twenty third of of November. Okay. My brother's birthday. Uh, Ryan Reynolds' birthday. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to bleep that out, or is your brother fine with everybody knowing that he is the famous man who played Daredevil? <laughs> None of that's true. Uh, what did I say? The the twenty third. Yeah. Uh, so the twenty first and twenty third. Uh, go to tcgte.com slash pledge. We want people to take advantage of this stuff. I feel yeah. like we we freak, frequently mm-hmm. uh, announce them too late. Yeah. But there's if that's 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 the thing if you want to get something back. Yeah. If you're just like, I want to support the show in a way 
look, I don't, I'm not interested in all that stuff. Mm. I don't want to hear these guys anymore. They're fine. <laughs> then is necessary. Yeah. Uh, Amazon. TCGTE.com slash Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just, uh, that brings you to the normal Amazon that you know and love. Uh, we get a little kickback. We, uh, thank you very much to everybody who yeah. does that. And, Means uh, a lot. Uh, what else do you know about the moon, Tom? Or was there anything else we needed to plug? Well, we plugged the live show in the beginning of the episode, but live show, December 4th? Yep. Pretty. Friday. And 2016, more live shows in more cities. Yeah. Sure. We're working we on have it. To talk. <laughs> I mean, by working on it, uh, we should probably just have some beers after we record yeah. this and book some plane tickets. Yeah. Uh, definitely where we usually are. Mm-hmm. And then maybe in some places where, where we, we haven't, haven't been. been. Or maybe uh-huh. places where we have been but not done shows. Or I have been and you haven't been, or you have been and I haven't been. Right. Or that we've both been together but we haven't done a show. That's true. <laughs> There's all sorts of permutations. I'm not a math magician. I can't figure this stuff out. No. Tim, you don't even know why they built the pyramids. Why did they, Tom? To put green in them. Who did this? Uh, Joseph and the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Exactly. (laughs) See you next week. (laughs) 